Welcome back to the iWealth Podcast, where we take a few minutes to explain all things financial to all of you guys that are tuned in. Uh, today we have, of course, with us our favorite of all of the guests, Mr. Brad Connors. And Brad, today we're talking about kids. Yeah. And uh, we're not asking you for parenting advice, thank <laughs> God. You don't want it, man. <laughs> <laughs> but we are going to kind of do a deep dive on keeping kids involved with saving money. And how does that all work when it comes to investing money if you have little ones? How do we teach our little ones about that? Yeah, it's so important, Matt. I mean, we, we've talked in this on this radio podcast before about debt and things like that. I think the earliest we can get ahead of these kids, the better. And so the only examples I can go to is what I've did with my own kids. And we'll see how it's all going to end up, right? So what did you do with your own kids? Yeah. So um, (laughs) early on when they got a job, we started a Roth IRA. Okay. And the reason for the Roth IRA is it's tax-free forever for them, right? So it's a retirement plan. You can also use some money for college if they needed it. But what I had them do is get it built up. And then I sat down with them and I had 20 stocks listed out. Sure. And stocks that they would know, like Disney and whatever. Yep. And um, what was interesting is is watching my kids process what five stocks they wanted to buy. They didn't know what a stock was or whatever, but I wanted to educate them, right? I, I remember sitting Kendra down saying, I don't want it. She's, she's telling me, Dad, I don't want that Facebook stock. That's for old people. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that something? And so she's 19 today as we're doing this, and uh, and now she has a Facebook account. So she's an old person, I guess. So, but <laughs> times change. But anyway, after we bought these, so so we bought. It doesn't matter the dollar amount, right? But we bought okay. five stocks. Okay. Then sit down with them. They're all into technology. They have an iPhone laying around. Grab their iPhone and go to the stock app in there and have them enter in their shares of Apple or whatever they bought. Yeah. And then periodically, I'll check in with them saying, hey, the market was up today. How were, how'd your stocks do? Right. Yep. And we start to equate how many shares they've got, how much did it go up today or the vice versa? How much did it go down and start to educate them about growing money? Right. You have to save it in sure. order for it to work for you. And and those life lessons around that, it's just a way that I've developed for them in order in order to kind of get their buy into it. Very cool. I yeah. like that. When it comes to the stock part of it, are you asking them on like a weekly basis, on a monthly basis? Is it just whenever it comes up? What's your approach for doing that part of it? Yeah, if I had to average it out, it's probably six times a year that I'm asking them. But it's typically around when the timing's right. You know, if the market gets beat up, I'm going to talk to them about how did you do today? And do you think that we should sell or is it going to continue to drop? So they're catching, they're catching snapshots instead of understanding all of it. It's right. Step in, see what's happening at this moment. Right. Step back, go back to being a kid. Yep. That's more important. Though. Right. And then, oh, uh, something happened. Snapshot. Yeah. Let's step in. Let's see what that's like. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And and then what's really cool is, is you get down the road five, 10 years from now. And as you know, if you can just leave it and forget it, typically if you're buying a large cap stock, it'll be okay. And to see what they put into that stock and now what the value is and say, listen, you didn't work for this, but you had to save it. You couldn't spend it. You couldn't buy the Nike tennis shoes today. You put it in the stock instead, but now look at what it's did and trying to get, trying to, you know, translate that into savings for their future when they get their own 401ks and jobs and those kind of things. So again, We'll see how that goes, but there's a lot of cool tools that you can use. There's a lot of learning that happens from this for the kids. Right. That's the most, you know, it's, it's, it's fun that you even bring this up because my parents were smart enough when I was young to have me out, obviously out working. My dad owned a paint business for forever. Mm -hmm. And, uh, 
he always had a deal that I never knew about until I was, I don't know, 25 years old. And the deal was this, when you went working, you know, you made two, three, five bucks an hour, whatever it yeah. was. And uh, small little incremental increases. But what I didn't know was on the backside of all of that work that I was doing, he was taking for every dollar that I made, he was taking, you know, 50 cents of it, giving me 50 cents and then taking that other 50 cents and actually investing it. Mm-hmm. Fast forward to when you're 25 years old and all of a sudden there's kind of a pot of money. Well, I was blessed enough to find out about this and not touch it right fast forward another 10 15 years daughter mm-hmm. comes along and guess what's going to fuel her college yes is this little thing that happened to me when i was actually very very young isn't that cool it's yeah. such a cool yeah. thing yeah yeah so. and you're blessed to have great parents obviously <laughs> but but we all can be there and you don't need a ton of money to do it you just need to be disciplined enough to sit your child down and help educate them and open up an account and, and get things started for them and put it on their phone and there's websites and other things that, that you can use. But if we can get them early, right? I mean, you got to get them in preschool to get them to read. You got to get them in kindergarten. Sure. You got to get this stuff started early too. The other thing too that's interesting about the piece of putting it on their phone is as a parent, you have a decision that you get to kind of make for your kids. And the decision is, do you want them to go be a consumer of something, whether it be Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram or you know, TikTok, whatever that is? Or do you want them to be kind of an active player in something, so to speak, like checking your own stocks or trying to understand what's happening in this thing that's that's much bigger than all of us? Right, right. right. So mm-hmm. in some ways, it's kind of an education tool at the same time as it is a um, choice to not have it only be entertainment that's on their phone. Right. Yeah, so, for, for sure. And it doesn't matter what stock. Don't Don't like talk them out of a stock. If you might think that that XYZ company is terrible. If they want to buy it, let them buy it, right? And if it doesn't do well, then that's their lesson. But maybe one of the other ones does better. So it's just about getting their arms around it and teaching them about money and compounding and things like that. And if there's ever a time to fail, why not fail when you're six? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You can rebound from that. (laughs) Not really going to know. Well, thanks for spending a little time with us talking through uh, some of your feelings on stocks and bonds for kids. You bet. 